0: Welcome to Unscripted, your weekly podcast featuring Kirby Hasselman and Bill Petrie, where they talk about all things promotional, marketing, and branding. As always, it's brought to you by Promo Corners Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals. Now, here's Kirby and Bill.
1: Hey there, and welcome once again to a brand new edition of Unscripted. We're shaking things up, and I'm opening the show. I am your host, Kirby Hossaman, and joining me, as he always does, is my good buddy, Bill Petrie. I get to flip the script this time, Bill. How the hell are you?
0: It was two days before Christmas, and all through the promo land. Only a lucky few live in a place where they can get a tan. Kirby, I'm doing great. How are you?
1: <laughs> I am doing fantastic. I am definitely not in a place where I can get a tan, for sure, for sure.
0: Nor, nor am I. I walked out of my uh, house this morning to, to go do a quick workout, and I noticed on my car there was a thin sheen of ice, and you know what that means, don't you, Kirby? What does that mean? Well, it means that I am very pleased and very fortunate to know the good people at Bay State who happen to make... The best damned ice scraper, this side of the Mississippi. And actually, I've checked on the other side of the Mississippi, and as it turns out, they make the best ice scraper on that side of the Mississippi as well. So unless you're right in the middle of the Mississippi River, (laughs) because I have not done any sort of research in the actual waterway of the mighty Mississippi, the old man, old man river. Um, So (laughs) either either side of the Mississippi River, if you need an ice scraper and... I'm telling you, you probably do. Yeah. If you need an ice scraper, there's no better place than to go to Baystate.com on your portable Google machine or even your desktop Google machine and get yourself, get your clients some ice scrapers with a fabulous uh, imprint, uh, brand your business, and, and let them think of you next time they're scraping that thin sheen of ice off their windshield.
1: Love it. As always, good job, Mr. Petrie, um, and thanks to Bay <laughs> State for uh, being a sponsor of the show. So... So, Mr. Bill, do you have a topic for us to start out
0: with today? I do. I I do, and a couple things. I want to, first of all, thank you, as (laughs) always, for having the courage to to do this podcast. Um, I I have one thing I do feel like we need to say. Um, We got rebuked by one of our listeners last week um, because we did not give this person the due credit that they deserve (laughs) for being one of our listeners. So, Joe Gottlieb... This podcast, the entire podcast, we are dedicating to you, to Access Promotions, and to the whole Gottlieb family.
1: Absolutely, Merry Christmas! God bless us, everyone.
0: Well, uh, abs- thank you, <laughs> Tiny, Tiny Kirby. Uh, that's great. So, I actually do. I actually do have a a question for you. You know, it's kind of the end of the year. Uh, people are really dribbling out the clock, work wise. Um, but there are pet peeves. What is your work pet peeve this time of year? And I'll tell you mine. As you, Or do you want to go ahead and no, respond? No, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Give me a second to think about it.
0: My work pet peeve this time of year is, and it hasn't happened this year, So, uh, but it's happened in years past, is when a client or a customer – Expects miracles <laughs> that normally you can do, but but when it's outside of your control. So they want things shipped to deliver on a certain day. And you know what? Sometimes you can't because either you know, it's a holiday or the weather. I mean the weather is wreaking havoc this year sure. with a lot of shipments for you know, people uh, in the industry, and people out of the industry. FedEx is having problems. Uh, UPS is having problems. But it's that indignant client who says, "Well, I just need it," and, and it's <laughs> not like I don't understand that you need it. I totally get it. We're in a you need it business. Yeah. But there's only so much we can control, and, and I'm very big in. Um, you know, I hate when I when I check into a hotel, for example, and something goes wrong, and all I hear is well, I'm sorry there's nothing we can do or I'm sorry that's not available. It's like stop telling me what you can't do mm-hmm. and start telling me what you can do. And so I, I'll offer suggestions. Invariably, they're not suggestions the customer likes, but at <laughs> least they're suggestions. And that's just my biggest peeve, pet, pet peeve this time of year is when people don't understand that there are logistics far out of our control True. that dictate what we can and can't do. No,
1: that's really good, and you know, it's interesting. I think that that's something that that ebbs and flows for us. You know, I mean, there's some we have. I got one of those voicemails today for sure, um, where we had said, Look, "Kirby,
0: we need five thousand imprinted stress balls in twenty minutes." Thank you. <laughs> Click. That's right.
1: Uh, but yeah, just like, hey, where where is the stuff? I think it was supposed to be here yesterday. And we're like, well, you know, there, here's seven different communication things where we said we're not guaranteeing that they're going to be there. Um, right. Because you waited till the last minute. So yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, I think probably my biggest pet peeve, and it ha- doesn't have to do with the industry, though I'm sure there are industry people like this. I think my biggest pet peeve is people who are offended, um, by holiday, cheerful holiday greetings. Uh, so, you know, those people who are indignant when you say happy holidays and say, well, it's Merry Christmas as if, you know, that's the only holiday going on right now. Um, you know, cause new year's Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, none of those exist. Um, I always say, look, my pet peeve is if someone gives you a greeting that is a cheerful, you know, have a great Tuesday, and you're mad about it, then you're an asshole. Right. And it really has nothing. It's not, that's not a religious thing. It's just, no. they're trying to be friendly, take it as such. So that would be, and I'll, jump,
0: my I'll, I'll, do, I'll jump off a little bit on there. And so my, also my pet peeve is people who feel like they need to dance around what they say. Right. Um, if someone, if I'm walking somewhere and someone says happy Hanukkah, that yes. doesn't offend me. I'm not Jewish and I don't care. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't care that they said happy holidays or happy Hanukkah or happy Kwanzaa or Merry Christmas. It doesn't matter because it's a pleasant thing to say this time of year. Exactly. So if, if, Uh, If someone's offended because I say Merry Christmas or whatever, then they they need to kind of look look internally a little bit and say, you know, it's not my job to kind of – you know, nobody wants to be profiled. It's not my job to profile people and assume someone celebrates one holiday over another. That's – to me, that's more – I don't know if racist is the word, but that's that's more I might use racist it's more racist than just assume you know the saying Merry Christmas. I don't
1: know. Well at the end of the day, just stop looking for a reason to be pissed off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's really it.
0: Exactly, exactly. Okay, Kirby, what topic do you have for us today? Okay.
1: Um so this is in the advertising world. Um Sprint. Sprint is running a, a giant well, it seems like a giant campaign. Every time I turn on the television, the guy who used to say, Can you hear me now? is on TV and he's saying, look, I used to be with Verizon, but now I'm with Sprint because there's only a 1% difference in the network. And that's fine. I mean, I, clearly I've seen the ad repeatedly and I think it's interesting that Sprint has sort of stolen the Verizon spokesperson. That part's kind of intriguing to me. Uh, but what I guess it occurs to me, and I've said it to several people and everybody looks at me funny when I say it, but I can't remember... A giant national advertising campaign that very specifically says, look, we're not as good as the other people. Because that's exactly what Sprint is saying. They're saying, look, there's a 1% difference. We're not as good, but we're less money. I don't can you I don't ever recall there being such a, a very uh, transparent way of just saying, look, the competition's better than us, but we cost less. I, I just think that's interesting. Thoughts?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I've seen it, uh, you know, seven hundred and eighty-five times too. Um, uh, I think it's interesting. So part of it is okay. We've stolen your spokesperson. It's not like he's a real Verizon customer. I hate to break it, and you know, I know you know this, but I hate to break the news to anybody. He's an actor. Yeah, that's what he does. Sure, he plays little roles for money. Um. You know, I f first of all, I, I'm a T Mobile customer. Mm-hmm. So I've got my own network issues. Yeah, sorry um about that. No, it's okay. It, it's fine. But here's the thing. It, yeah, it, it's not it's not one percent better. It's, you know, every network has its strengths and weaknesses. In most cities, like in downtown areas, T-Mobile is great and it's fast. It's faster than all the other ones. You get outside of a metropolitan area and you might as well be using a rotary phone from 1925 (laughs) because it's that useless. So, you know, it depends on your perspective. To your point, um, I actually think it's a little refreshing I'm okay. not sure the number. Like I said, I'm not sure the number is right. I don't think it's one percent better. You know, compared to what? Mm-hmm. Um, that's my always my, my question. But from a, I think it's almost a little bit of transparency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and T-Mobile did the same thing. Hey, we know our network really sucks. <laughs> So we're going to shake up the entire mobile phone industry, and we're not going to subsidize phones anymore. We're not going to charge you up front for a phone. You can pay it off over time, and, and we're not going to do contracts anymore. So they address their biggest weakness, which, which is that uh, their network, and now every other big player in the United States has completely followed suit nobody, you know, there's no, there's no contracts anymore. You're bound to your provider by paying your phone off a little bit by month and month by month. Um, so if you leave that accelerates, so you might end up owing $300. So that's right. the contract now. So they address their biggest weakness and, and Sprint's got the same, same weakness, right? Their network is not as strong as AT&T's and Verizon. And so I think it's kind of, interesting that they're saying hey we're not as good but we're almost as good and real and i actually think their their tagline is fairly brilliant why pay twice as more for one percent yeah i mean i think i to me it would it sway me to be a sprint customer no it wouldn't but i think the approach is refreshing i will say that
1: yeah it it, like i said it is i just can't ever remember it being like hey we're gonna like and and refreshing is an interesting way of looking at it i was i sit in front of my tv and be like Huh, that is fascinating that they're they're putting it out there that way. So, I, I it was just curious to me. I'm, I I appreciate your perspective on it for sure.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so I've got one, and I know we've got probably about ten minutes left. I want to do a couple of these. So mm-hmm. we are um, th- uh, two weeks from today, which or not today. Let's say uh, two weeks from Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. You and I will be in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, at That's... the fabulous. Equally, maybe even, I think it's even more fabulous—the fabulous Skewcon yes. conference, which I'm very excited about. I know you are too, and we have a live podcast coming up. Yes, I'm excited, and about that. I'm and, sure. and I'm excited for that. And and we're trying to figure out figure out ways how can we stream that live, and we're we're still working through some of the the, the nuts and bolts of it. But Kirby, what the hell are we going to talk about in front of all those people? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's a really, that's a great question. Since since a lot of times, I mean, a little look behind the curtain, we, we talk about this being unscripted. Um, and I think sometimes maybe people, you know, maybe they don't think it is. I mean, both of us sort of uh, randomly come up with topics on our own. We don't know what the other one's going to bring up. So um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think maybe it makes some sense for us to have a little bit more... Uh, specific topics and then the other thing I think it would be cool and I just don't logistically we have to figure it out is I think it'd be cool to field a few questions from from the live audience
0: I, I do too. I'd, I'd like, like to, to figure out some way of audience engagement, engagement. Um, I think that would be very cool to do so I guess this is my call to the the four people that listen to this <laughs> podcast which would be Danny Rosen Joe Gottlieb John Norris and Harvey Mackler, and anybody else who happens to listen on a consistent basis, would love some topic ideas you'd like us to talk about. And you can post those either in, uh, you know, where we post this uh, podcast on social media, or you can email us directly. And it's pretty easy to find both our email addresses. Um, but would would love that. We're still going to do it unscripted, Kirby. I'm not going to let you know what I'm coming up with topics, and I don't want to know what you're coming up with because I think it. it lends itself to a much more uh, real experience for, for you, me, and certainly the listeners. So, sure. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm real excited about that. It's one of those things, it's it's a little dangerous, so the wheels might shoot right off this thing. <laughs> so it could be a big train wreck to watch. I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested in that. So I didn't know if you had... Yeah, I don't feel any pressure necessarily, but I definitely want that to be a good, fun podcast.
1: You no, know, I agree. And I, I love the idea that we're putting out a shout-out to get. Topic ideas, because actually, I think some of the the folks we just mentioned there are going to be in the audience anyway. So it would be right. interesting to uh, interesting to get their feedback on things they want us to discuss. That's
0: got yeah, Great idea. I think the I think the only thing off limits is really the the pros and cons of hitchhiking. I think the, I don't think that's something <laughs> we want to address at that in that forum. I don't feel very secure doing that. But that's just me. Uh,
1: okay. All right. Well, again, I I'm down with with throwing that in as a topic if you want, but that's fine. Okay.
0: You have a you have a topic.
1: Yeah. So here's a topic that was actually, so you'll get a kick out of this. So you know, we've talked about, uh, I think it was last week um, that I'm in the process of um, looking for someone to come in here and work. And we talked about uh, traits and different things. Um, And so literally one of the things that we do, I had somebody in for an interview yesterday. And um, after they talk to me and they go through that Painful process. I make uh, them sit with our whole group because you know it's a small office, and I think it's important that we all you know the culture has to match. So right. one of, so one of the questions I asked, uh, I actually asked everybody around the table, but I asked this person was, and I'll ask you, what is your favorite Christmas movie? And uh, I I would be curious to hear your take on that.
0: Can I answer that question? By quoting a line from the movie.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Shitter was full, of Clark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I love Christmas Vacation, for sure.
0: Either, either that or I am not a cotton-headed Ninny muggins. Yeah. Um, I do like myself some Elf. Yeah, um, okay. It is a holiday tradition in my house that we we try to plow through as many Christmas movies as we can. Um, there's just something uh, nostalgic about it, even though those are fairly more recent than like a "This Is a Wonderful Life" and all "It's a Wonderful Life" and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't; those two are the ones that uh, I, I always make me laugh. Yeah, um, you know, one of, it's, it's one of those things we. Yeah, it's one of the things we talk about how important family is, and family is so important. It really is, and it's very near and dear to my heart. It's near and dear to your heart, but you know, you get to an age, and, and it's funny to watch just the dysfunction of, of somebody else's family, and, and know that all our families are slightly dysfunctional on some level or another. We all have some variation of cousin Eddie. Hopefully, not uh, you know draining sewage into uh, you know an, an open drain in a suburb, but. Um, so I, I, I'd have to go with Christmas Vacation. I'd have to go with Christmas Vacation. What about you?
1: Oh man, that's like, it's funny cause I really wanted to indoctrinate, uh, that person and and just yell wrong with whatever movie they said. <laughs> um, but yeah, they said Elf and I, it's hard to, yep. hard to argue with that one. Um, so I I'll give you a couple, one that I think is underrated that I really like that makes me laugh every time. Scrooged. With Bill Murray, I like. Yeah, that one a good, lot. good
0: movie has yeah. not helped. Time has not been kind to that. Movie. Yeah,
1: I, it just makes me smile. I love Bill Murray, and there's several parts of that that I did pretty good. Um, and Die Hard, of course. Uh, Die Hard is is one of my favorite Christmas movies.
0: We got a personal foul here on Kirby. <laughs> Gosman, hey, that is not a Christmas movie. Okay? It's one hundred percent Christmas it. movie. Just again, you're going to draw me off sides, and of course, you know I think – It's not a. It's a great movie. It's a fabulous movie. Yes, I agree. Not not a Christmas movie. Just because it takes place over Christmas does not make it a Christmas movie.
1: I, you know, I I, I respectfully disagree.
0: Um, I disrespectfully disagree.
1: <laughs> it is a. I mean, not only does it take par- place at Christmas during a Christmas party and that there are Christmas carols being played throughout, including a fantastic one by run DMC, by the way. Um, oh. but, uh, you know, it's what I said yesterday. It is about a man going across country to get his family back together. It's really no different. It's like a wonderful life at the Nakatomi Plaza.
0: Yippee cow <laughs> Mother, mother, <laughs> mother trucker. Um, no, sorry, <laughs> um, I'm not going to allow that, and, yeah. and I don't think our four listeners are going to allow that either.
1: Yeah, Die Hard's a great Christmas
0: movie. So, it's a great movie. Yeah, any time of year, not just <laughs> Christmas. Wait, let me ask, okay, riddle, riddle me this, Kirby. Yeah, would you watch Elf in, in April?
1: Uh, I would watch Will Ferrell just about any nice. time of year. Yes.
0: Okay thank, okay, thank you, you for shitting on my point. <laughs> my point <laughs> is that you watch Die Hard any time of year. you watch Die Hard any time of year, and it works. Elf doesn't work at, when, when the, the uh, tulips are coming out of the ground. I'm sorry, it doesn't. I have no desire to watch it. I so, understand. again, once again, I have been proven right, and I think we should just move on. Okay. <laughs> All right, so kind of piggybacking on your topic— I would like to know what your favorite holiday libation is.
1: Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I think... Because
0: again, again, it's the time of year when we're surrounded by family. So people <laughs> will be drinking.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I'm a beer guy. Um, and so I do know Yeah, so there's several good ones. Uh, you've turned me on to a couple. But I, I think my favorite... Uh, is still the Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Great Lakes is um, a microbrew here in uh, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, the Great Lakes Christmas Ale, I I really like that one.
0: You? Well, Kirby, I'm glad you asked. Um, (laughs) In fact, I'm really glad you asked. So I happen to, uh, I like, you know, I like beer, but I also like cocktails. And so I am I, – I, one of the things I watch on TV a lot is the Food Network. I, I watch it constantly. I like to cook and all that. So I decided – I don't know if you know who Alton Brown is. Alton Brown is – he's a chef, but he's also kind of a scientist as well. And okay. so he, he explains things, you know, why certain uh, chemical reactions work in certain recipes and they don't in others, which I, I, I do find interesting. Sure. So he has a recipe for aged eggnog. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. And so, and the recipe is, it's 12 eggs, but just the yolks. Okay. A pound of sugar, a pint of heavy cream, a pint of whole milk, a pint of half and half. Okay. Then you mix that up. A cup of rum, Mm -hmm. a cup of cognac or brandy, and a cup of bourbon. And then some freshly grated, (laughs) excuse me, freshly grated nutmeg. You mix that all up. And then you put it in uh you put it in you know whatever like mason jars I've put, I've got mine in three mason jars because that just shows my hillbilly roots here in Tennessee. Right, absolutely. And then you let it sit. Now I made my aged eggnog late October.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And I've sampled it every week and at first it is just all booze and you're just like, <laughs> "Wow, I can't ever drink this." And as it's aged, and I know everybody gets a little uptight because milk can spoil, eggs can have salmonella and all that, but the, there's so much booze in there, it kills everything off. There, there's nothing that's going to happen. Okay. And I will tell you, it is it is still boozy, but it is so smooth and mellow after about six or seven weeks. Wow. It's amazing. It yeah, is it, absolutely amazing. It's actually going to be my adult beverage of the week on the 23rd um, with awesome. a little freshly grated nutmeg on top. And i got to tell you, it is nothing short of fabulous. Now, granted, in every one-ounce serving, there's 8,746 <laughs> calories. So you don't want to go too heavy on it. Oh God, For a I'll couple you, reasons, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. And that, sounds,
1: that actually sounds really good, dude. And, and I think it's really cool that you're making it. So that's, that makes it even better.
0: That's well, really cool. so yeah, some people I've read some people have kept it up to a year. and That kind of creeps me out. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think about two months, three months is my limit. Yeah. Um, but Y'all it'll be. It. I, I wish I could share some with you. I wish I could share some with our our listening audience. And I really wish Kirby, I could share some with the good people at Bay State because, gosh darn it, if they don't make the best ice scraper for in sure. the promotional product space, I, I don't know who does. Yep, and, and for sure, and they deserve it. They, they really do, you know. There's not really, um, there's not really a PPAI award for best ice scraper. Um, I am gonna, you know, next time I speak with uh, Paul Bellantone, I am gonna make sure he's aware of that oversight. Um, <laughs> but if there were, I, I would think the the prize for that best ice scraper would certainly go to Bay State, and I think their prize would be a nice big hot, mu- not hot mug. That's gross. A nice big mug of aged eggnog with a little nutmeg right on top.
1: That's, uh, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Well, hey, man, this has been good. It's been good to talk to you today.
0: Absolutely. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to all our listeners who celebrate Christmas. And those who don't, I hope you have a great – on behalf of Kirby, obviously, I hope you have a great holiday, whether you celebrate Kwanzaa or Hanukkah <laughs> or nothing, Festivus. Yeah. doesn't Festivus. matter. Yeah, uh, it's just a great time of year to uh, be kind to people.
1: That's that's a a great way to end it. Be kind. I love it.
0: Once again, thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, brought to you by the good people at Promo Corners Identity Marketing, the interactive tool for promotional products professionals.